Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The story we're about to tell you is great news. Oh, good. Kids are healthier. They're avoiding pointless danger. And it could mean that peer pressure, Tommy, is not what it used to be. We're turning a corner here. Could be that. Or, or. What? It could mean that teenagers aren't doing the traditional bad things that we all did at that age. So they've moved on? Well, if kids aren't doing the standard dangerous stuff anymore, Mm. what the hell else, Tommy, could they be doing? Vaping and e-cigarette usage amongst teens, Tommy, has plummeted. Okay. Since 2018, it's down 32%, which is a big deal, Tommy, because you remember every news story in 2018 was about how every kid was vaping and they were smoking heroin out of it. All right, so that's down. That's good. That's good. Add to that, teen cigarette smoking is almost completely gone. But nobody smokes anymore. No teenagers are smoking wow. anymore. Well, in New York, they can't even buy them. Yeah, right. I think but they have access this to it. Before. Well, I mean, when you have an 18-year-old friend that can buy you a pack, that's one thing. Twenty-one. Yeah. If you have a 15-year-old with a 21-year-old friend, you're either a stand-up comic or... Mm. Add to that, <laughs> teen drinking is way down. What the hell are you doing? You ready for this? Listen to this All number. Right. You ready? In 1981, one half of teens said they had at least one alcoholic drink per month. Mm. Right now, that's at 32%. So that's been almost cut in half. Right. It's the lowest it's been in almost three decades. So what are they having their fun? Well, that's just it. Or are they just, just going lame? That's just it. Like, it's hard to know which teenagers are cool now, now that all this stuff's you gone. You couldn't. So, Tommy, there are two ways to look at this. Right. And the phone number is 252-WCMF. Either this is the generation that is smarter about bad habits, right? Like the work that ed- adults did to educate is finally catching. Right. They have more information instantly with their phones and Google. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is less pressure from friends and adults they admire, and that is a possibility. It's also a possibility. What's that? The kids are doing other risky, dangerous things, and we old ass bitches don't know what they are. But they would start showing up if they're risky. Where would because, you Because I mean, it? emergency rooms, uh, and worse. Because if they're risky, what's? I mean, it would be sex. Know. How many kids? No, sex uh, is way down too amongst what about, teenagers. What about like just you know? Marijuana, pot. But that would fall into the vice category. Well, no, I mean, it, 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 it right. t- talks about cigarette smoking specifically. It didn't right. talk about marijuana. It could be marijuana. All right. Mm-hmm. It could be. Or, like, you know, other kind of like, like psychedelics or the, I mean, you know, we, I know mushrooms has been a topic of conversation in some states. With kids? Yeah, but with kids? Teenagers? Have you, I, I, mean, I, I would, I mean, I would think teenagers mm. would be the, would be interested in trying it. I mean, could these kids just have gone soft? Or are they're they not interested in this stuff. Okay, hold too on. busy on their phones and the video games. Get up and start doing drugs. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. Tommy, you said two things back to back. 
You said that these kids have gone soft. No, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> soft. And yeah. then what was you said? After, what did you say after that? They've gotten soft and lame? No, know. you said something like that was like nice, that they've gotten away from bad habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's what it is. It's the, Why is it soft if these kids aren't smoking, drinking? I mean, they're not having any fun. No, but they may be having fun, know. just not the fun that we yeah, have. Not, not traditional. Which is called not fun. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Come on, man. Is that all you, you ain't got? having no that's, fun. That's all you got. Hold on, right. to, to rebuttal your point, go on, man. There was a lot of fun. Listen, there's something to be said. Why do you rub your face? Because you're an idiot. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's the idiot thing I'm going to say? I know it's going to be idiotic. What am I going to say? Ooh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, no. What am I going to say? Go on. There is something fun about sneaking around having fun behind your but parents' maybe, back. But like his the point most... is maybe they're sneaking around doing something that we're not aware of. What the hell is it? Oh, my God. I love Licking how... toads? Don't maybe. lick toads, kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying I the most fun I ever had drinking was drinking behind my parents' back. It, okay. was, it okay. had an element of excitement yeah. to it. All right, so Same let's... thing like banging your girlfriend. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but it's not happening in the ways that we did it. Mm-hmm. They're not smoking, they're not vaping, they're not drinking. They're well, not you're having... running out of vices here pretty goddamn quick. What are we down to, the salad bar? All right, so let's talk about this. Right. Jimmy, you brought up marijuana. Mm-hmm. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. If it were marijuana, do parents have a problem with that like, parents had a problem with drinking and smoking back in the day. Because right now, it's all legal for New York, in New York for people over 21. And it's a weird feeling, because I can remember being 21, and knowing a friend had pot in the car made me unbelievably anxious. Okay. Like, if we got pulled over, sure. I was in some serious trouble, mm-hmm. right? What's that feeling like now for kids at, like, 17, 18, if they have pot in the car? Or they get busted by their parents? Or just or pulled over with the cops. Like, what's that punishment now? Because, Mm -hmm. like, I know buddies that some cops would stomp it out and tell them they don't do it again. I know buddies where they got arrested for it. Okay. Depending on what town they were in. But but I guess it's, yeah, the laws have gotten a little bit more lenient. That's what I mean. Like, what happens now? But these, but, but, but that would make sense if there was a steep drop off now because of, of these other things because of marijuana. But there's been a steady decline in this stuff over looks like a decade, two, three decades. Yeah. What have they been doing over the three decades? It probably ain't just all weed. I don't know. I don't know. Two five two WCMF. I mean, what are these kids doing that are dangerous? Unless they're not. Unless these kids. Unless are the li- message got through to them generationally, took three decades of everybody screaming at him not to do it, did not do it. Well, but that's what's interesting, is this generation never got screamed at. Like, Kimmy and I had the D.A.R.E. program. Mm-hmm. D.A.R.E. program. You had crap, but he was cigarettes. And, and, and stu- studies have shown it actually had the opposite effect. Yeah. Tommy, you had everything causes communism. Right, and right? everything was just screamed well, and shamed. You got it. So, but what did we do to these kids? Like, I know what it is. What? I mean, it just became not cool anymore. Like, you think of how, like, Different generations had different vices, different trends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if you saw your parents doing it, was it cool? I don't know. Or my, was it my parents smoked? I smoked. Like I mean, I didn't okay. think it was. Un- my, my dad drank. I drank. Drinked. Well, but that's how I, like, much I drinked. <laughs> you you drink too much. I well, I know like vaping was a huge thing with kids, and I I I feel like they didn't look at somebody smoking a cigarette as cool. They looked at somebody who vaped as cool. Okay, but like Marlon Brando, second Marlon Brando reference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he was smoking in 50s movies. Boy, that guy looked yeah. cool 60 years later. Yeah. you think he looked cool? Did but, your, would your kids think that that looked cool? But I was, you know, 18, yeah. smoking cigarettes, looking at that, going, that guy's cool. I mean, they did take smoking that's out all... of, like, popular culture. Mm-hmm. Like, there weren't movies and TV shows anymore. I don't know. Yeah. But, but, but parenting changed. 
how you how you taught your kids about my parents it was just no you don't do it why it doesn't matter why no, there, there was s- no explanation there was no okay. right. there was no education there so maybe the education showed up finally no, but and I, you taught your kid why you don't do these No, things. but I educate my kids. My kids think I don't know nothing about nothing. My kids think I'm an idiot. So if no, I but it was also in the schools. It was also mm-hmm. in the advertising. Bombarded. It was, it was, it was, okay. it, was uh, it was a blended message. It was on everything. Okay. Maybe. And maybe, I don't know. Phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Uh, since 2018, v- vaping and e-cigarette usage amongst teens has plummeted. It's down 32%. Add to that, teen cigarette smoking has been almost completely eradicated. Teen drinking is way down. Since 1991, uh, it's down by about 50%. Teen sex is the lowest it's been since like the 1960s. That doesn't make any well, sense But that me. I think that makes sense to me because... The way kids interact with each other has changed just based on having smartphones. Well, what about hormones? Buckle up for old lady. The kids are sexting nowadays. No, they what are. do I do? I, we I t- want to get together. about it. What? I mean, boys they're are... Not, they're not... I guess maybe they don't have as much freedom as we had, right? Like, right. Our, I mean, our parents didn't always know what we were doing. If we wanted to sneak around, it was much easier for us to do it because we weren't attached to a smartphone no, all the time. She's right. My daughter doesn't know this, so, so nobody tell her, but so I check her phone every If that's week. all that they have, she's it's right. that the only way they have to communicate with somebody that they're interested in, then they're probably doing that more. No, she's not wrong. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. So there is a problem with adults asking what the new dangerous habits of kids are. Okay. Because grown-ass folks have a tendency to believe anything we see about teenagers. Mm-hmm. We also have a tendency to blow things out of proportion. How many stories, mm-hmm. Tommy, have we seen over the last 50 years, kids getting hooked on fill-in-the-blank stupid substance mm-hmm. that you never, ever saw a kid actually do? Yes. I mean, hell, in the last two years, we've had people, 10 people call and write the show about 10 different schools in our area that had litter boxes and bathrooms. <laughs> yes. That was a lie that a local radio host fell for, and he got promoted after he fell for it. <laughs> None of it was true. Right. None of it was true. And how many of these scared things actually give kids ideas because they had never heard of it until somebody right. brought it up? I guess to your point, Tommy, the only way to figure this out is to actually talk to your kid, but there's mm. problems with that, too. Yeah, because you're just going to get a lie. Exactly. You're relying on your kid to be honest with you, and... You also may have your kids sharing rumors they heard about what mm-hmm. other kids are doing. And I can attest, having a 13-year-old daughter, that kid loves to tell me rumors that in no way could have actually yeah. happened. If I took everything my oldest daughter told me at face value, I would look like an idiot all the time, <laughs> way more than I do now. I'm dying to know if they're doing something, what the hell it is, because I can't wrap my head around <laughs> well, You want to try it? No, because I'm running out of th- things that would be fun to do behind your parents' back. I mean, maybe it is. Has, has access to these things just become so difficult? The smoking I get, the alcohol I get. Like, it's it's yeah. way harder now, it feels like, to get right. those two things. The marijuana might be the opposite. The sex doesn't make sense. Yeah, the se- yeah, sex is always up there. In fact, I mean, they're willing to give kids, you know, things to, for them yeah. to be safe with. Mm-hmm. But it's gone down. I feel bad for these. If, if, if it's just lameville. Why? I mean, huh. bro, smoking, drinking, sex didn't do us any good. Like, we had fun doing it, but we also... It was all risk. It was all taking a risk. Right here. Everybody's cool. Well, no, but... Had some fun. No, but that's just it. Not everybody made it. Okay, yes. My sister got pregnant at 15. Okay. Oh, no, you want to change it when it gets personal? No, I mean, I feel bad. Uh, We did... Oh, go ahead. What are, you, what are you doing in your rooms, man? We did get a, a tweet from somebody mentioning the ease of pornography. Oh, that's a good one. 
We've seen several studies that have shown yeah. that uh, so teenage- So the boys are now rubbing one out. Well, both teenage boys and girls have had their what, their image of sex is warped by what they're watching in pornography. They think it's real. Okay. I, mean, I, mean, hell, yeah. I know grown men that think it's real. So uh, do you think teen kids watching porn is way up? Yeah, I mean, we have yeah, access yeah. to yeah, it. Right. Think about it. Yeah, like when you want a Pornhub, are you 18? Yes. <laughs> you 18? No. Oh, wait. Damn it. <laughs> like, to your point, Tommy, like when you were a teenage kid, mm. what did you have to do to get pornography? You had to get a magazine. Okay. You and had to you, get a legitimate handbag. And you had to find someone that was going to be able to walk into that store and buy it for yeah. you, or someone that already had it. Yeah, and I had so. that same experience, right. right? I mean, I had DVDs, but I had to get it from somebody mm-hmm. that burned it on their computer, which probably ruined their parents' personal computer. I didn't yeah. throw you any of my stash when I had that from- uh, No, you never did. Well- Really? No, nope. thanks. Thanks. They never asked. Thanks well, a lot. I'm glad that you didn't share that. Hey, old man, can I have some porn on your truck? <laughs> I would have given you the porno tape. Would you have wanted his used? They're not used. They were unopened from Lyle video. You say they're not of... used. They were CMF okay. prizes. I find it hard say. to believe you would have a trunk full of pornography and you didn't use any of it. I had a trunk at home. I had my own stashola. All right, so like the, I'm sorry, Kimmy, you were going to say something? Nope. The way I hear you talk to <laughs> me, it sounds like you're disappointed in kids. Yeah. I am. So with that statement, are parents excited or disappointed that kids are drinking and smoking and having sex way less? Because excited would be the first thought, obviously, right? I don't want my kids doing this stuff. I want them to be safe and grow up to be healthy, and this shows that maybe they are. But at the same time, there is kind of a longing in all of us for being young and dumb, and you're hearing that from Tommy right now. Mm -hmm. Well, there's more consequences when you're older. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like the best times of your life are hanging out with your friends and doing things you shouldn't because if something goes wrong, most of the time, everything will eventually be okay. But don't you want your child somewhat to push boundaries, to explore, to have an imagination, to be- Figure out the line. Curious. Mm-hmm. Have, mm. I mean, it's a natural- You want your kid to have a natural amount of desire- yeah. Okay. And curiosity. So let's have that discussion. I get And my- I know there's consequences to some of this stuff, but- it's, that's all part of growing up. So let's talk about that. Because mm. you're a man who never raised kids. No. And I will say 15 years ago, mm. after you said that, I might be in this room going, yeah, yeah, man, no, that, yeah, that sounds great, uh, yeah. Now that I have my two daughters? Yeah. No. No. Yeah, but, but you, you don't want them to be naive walking into the real world, right? And you want them to have, when they meet a boy, to have a healthy relationship, not to be completely blindsided to what no, I hear the you. opposite sex is. I hear you, because- our relationships with women were made healthier by the sex we were having as well, teens. You I may felt have, good. You may have helped I those women some, because they realized, I don't want that guy. No. The, the women that manipulated me and the way I manipulated women hmm. from the ages of 15 till I met my wife yeah. was not healthy for anybody. I think it's how you have to, you've, you've got to, you get banged up, you bang around and you figure things out, but you sure. got to get in the game. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. You you got to jump in. You had such good experiences, you know, such good lessons as a teenager. You finally found the woman you would spend the rest of your life with in your 50s. You're thinking where I would have been without her. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, there are people that they have dated people in their teens and 20s that they are like, thank God I didn't marry that person. Yes, okay, fair. But you figured you know, that like, out. But that's what I mean. Like, you figure that out young before you're ready to settle down, and now mm-hmm. you know what you don't want. But why does that have to be involving sex as a 15, 16-year-old? Because that's what your body's telling you. No, but you just keep saying things that you... Your hormones are raging. There's a reason why boy, you know, boys get, you know, they get horny. What? That was, that quieted the room so quickly, I could hear your wedding ring against the mic stand. <laughs> what? The, yeah. 
the Kimmy and I shut up so fast, <laughs> I could hear your commitment hitting the mic. But think of how your boner nope. at 15 ran your life. Kimmy will not think about how her boner <laughs> ran her life at 15. Man boner. Not, I don't know what girl boners do at 15. I'm just talking about from my own boner perspective at 15. It ran my life. It's not running these kids' lives, it seems. And that doesn't make sense to me because... <laughs> because um, but think about 15-year-old you. Nature does this stuff. No, no, no. Think about 15-year-old you if you had unlimited access to pornography. I would have been completely drained. Okay. You probably would not have dated anybody. All right, so I mean... No, I think I would have died. Okay. Like, I, I would have been on an IV drip. So teenage sex is down maybe because of pornography. But, I All mean, right. to that point... But that would make you want to go get some girl. No, but... Mm-hmm. That and also, try these things you're seeing. But that could also be what's making sex not happen is because if these kids think that's what sex actually is, you're not actually going to get that, and that's not going to mm-hmm. happen, All which right, is but they're warping. not even getting together to find that I out. don't know, Tommy. Stop talking about teenagers <laughs> having sex, you weirdo. You are really selling <laughs> teenagers should be having sex. Make me uncomfortable. All right. No, go God, please. Yeah, no, go, go, go to Bible study and eat healthy and drink water and can't wait to see how you navigate the world. 252 WCMF. Folks have been waiting patiently on hold. I'm sorry. We're talking about how teen vaping is down, teen smoking is down, teen drinking is way down, teen sex is way down. All of this stuff is down. And we're asking, are these kids finally the generation where the message got through? Or are they doing something else that is not great right. that we don't know about? Kimmy brought up marijuana. She brought up potential psychedelics. She brought up pornography, the negative impact that can have. Tommy, for some reason, has been arguing for all teenagers to go have sex with each other right now. Mm-hmm. Totally normal take from a man his age. Let's talk to Dylan. Hey, Dylan, what's up, buddy? Hi. Uh, so I, I'm not going to say any of the stuff that you've already brought up is wrong because I think it all plays a part. But okay. I think the biggest thing that has changed this generation sort of you're talking about, is it this or is it that? It's no one thing specifically. And that's the big difference is that, you know, as much as you say it's an old man take to say the Internet, the Internet. The internet has changed how quickly our culture moves. That is I mean, such an old man about, take. That is such an old man take. <laughs> well, it, but it's true. Uh, as cigarettes rose and fell over 100 years, vaping rose and fell over 10. Culture moves faster now. No, that's a good point. And kids, kids aren't finding new one big new thing, okay? They'll spend a year stealing Hondas. They'll spend a year eating Tide Pods. <laughs> and it's 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 always just going to be one new whatever is hot right now on TikTok or whatever the next thing's going to be is the dangerous thing they're all doing and then they get over it because cultures moved on. It does seem like it, it it's moves never going to be one big thing. Okay, I mean I understand that argument, but hold on. I mean there has been quick pops throughout history before that was Absolutely. like weird, like swallowing goldfish or jamming right. yourself in a phone booth mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, Dylan? Like I I I, oh, I hear oh. your argument, I get it, and that makes a lot of sense. But there should be something that is lasting, that is dangerous, that goes generational. But maybe it doesn't I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I'm saying. I I get that it's definitely happened before. I just think it happens so much more now, and it's so much more ubiquitous because we can share our experiences with that particular thing so fast. Ubiquitous. Everybody does it to death. It becomes overblown. Everyone's done it. Now it's now it's lame. It becomes lame way faster okay. than things used to become lame. And I think that's what really is causing it. Okay, so like you and I both talked about, and I think Kimmy has too, high school parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they do now? <laughs> Dylan, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest because of the day. Because everything you mentioned happened at a high school party or somebody's house after prom, whatever. What happens now, man? Eating nachos and doing TikTok dances? Yeah. 
Oh, God. That's I mean, I think so parents sick. are, but I think that's also a parent thing, too, because no parent wants to be the one on the news for but that. That's weird because, Kimmy, there were plenty of parents that they knew what the punishment was when we were in high school and they had no problem plying us. Or you I, went there's out always the going to be maybe parties. one or two of those parents. Around. Uh. I think it's way less now. You know, here in, like, with this whole discussion, with all of this stuff down and why aren't these kids doing what we did, it's dangerous. Come on, kids. No, I'm not saying that you are. It is weird to hear that argument you make, right? We want our kids to be safe, but we also want them to have the experience that we had growing up. It's Mm -hmm. this weird hybrid of childhood. And at the same time, adults have this really strange way of whitewashing how truly dangerous things were when we were kids. That's true, because you just remember the good times. Because, Tommy, like the poisons we put in ourselves as young kids, whether it was drinking too much or people get behind the wheel when they shouldn't have or doing dangerous things under the influence, there is this stupid idea that because we survived, we were always safe. Yes. Which, in fact, we were not. True that, buddy. Like those adults that are fine with teens drinking, Mm. like it's some rite of passage. Would you feel that way? If someone had a movie of all the situations you were oh, God, in no. when you were drinking as a teen, no. if you had to watch that back and that came out in a movie theater, would you then start handing your kids booze and like asking why kids aren't being badass all anymore? Right. Yeah. I I just, I guess, like I have a grandson. Yeah. Right. And if I catch him, let's say he's with us and I catch him drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. But I'm not shocked by it. I, mean, I kind of expect it, almost. Like, he's going to push those boundaries. All right, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Smart guy. Because hmm? uh, after you give him the pitch about how he should be having sex as a teenager. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not saying anything. Right, but if I catch him. All right, so let's say you, I walk in, you come around gonna... the corner. You come home from Wegmans. He was there yeah. by himself. He's a 14-year-old kid. He's got your bottle of Jameson in his hand and a glass. Oh, and... he's going top shelf first thing? Well, I mean, look, what do you drink, buddy? I got cheaper yeah. stuff, kid. You're not ready for that. No, <laughs> go ahead. You catch him taking a sip. Yeah. Who are you telling? I gotta stop it. No, I didn't no. ask you stop yeah. it. I asked who are you telling. I gotta tell. I gotta tell my wife. You snitch ass I have bitch. To. So you sit here and you go, why are these kids doing it? And then Lame. you turn around and go, Lame Grandpa snitching. Grandpa <laughs> snitching, which is my favorite ribs Arkansas. Grandpa snitching, snitching gets bitching and stitching. <laughs> you were gonna say. Um, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. Sh- I, I, I like to think I'm not. I'm not gonna be. Me- I'm not gonna light them up. No, that, everyone else will do that after you blow mm-hmm. them in. I gotta. I gotta deal with my wife differently mm-hmm. with this because mm-hmm. she will. She will react harder than I will. Because mm-hmm. I am. You? I am an alcoholic. I am lazy, and I get. To, I get what the kid's doing. That's and I think. Coming, I think yeah. from the perspective of I understand why you want to try that. Okay. Fair enough. And I think that makes me a good grandfather. As you're snitching on him. Mm-hmm. Not snitching. Snitching. No, you are. We're gonna have we're gonna have a family conversation. Oh, so you're gonna be a part of that? Oh. It's like Well no, it's cocktail hour, so go talk to your grandmother. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, I need you to listen before you freak out here. I'm not going to jump to anything. Because I know you're not one of these people, but a shocking number of Americans are. And okay. it may not be what you think it is. Well, that's why I have to listen. Exactly. Listen. And then take it in first. You know, then don't, you shoot your mouth. Don't say, uh, before I say, uh. Gotcha. Because if this many people in America are open to receiving these okay. for Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate, then maybe there's more to it than the junk you think it is. Okay. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just Classic Rock, 96.5. WCMF, 8 in 10 Americans. Say they are open to receiving used gifts this holiday season. Oh my God, we're done. Hmm. What do you mean we're done? <laughs> used raggedy ass stuff, stained up coffee ring crap. Kimmy, do you believe this? Used. <sighs> Knowing it's used. Yes. Came out of my house. No, that's not necessarily. That's it. you. See, I would, no, what did I tell yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, it could be like vintage. Like I'm thinking, like something vintage. Uh, would technically be used, but some of that stuff's not cheap. Exactly. You know? So, like, I know your thought is, Tommy, I'm giving you my old TV or I'm giving you my old coffee. Junk. Yeah. But this could also mean vintage stuff that costs money. Clothes, furniture, pieces mm-hmm. of art that have become popular with Gen Z, millennials. We're talking vinyl, things like that. Mm. All of these things, collectibles, are vintage used yeah. things that would fall under the umbrella of stuff that people have used before. Like, we've talked about some of that, like, vintage bills stuff. That goes for hundreds of dollars. Man, to get my I don't st- think anybody's going to turn their nose up at that. Man. To get my old starter jacket back when yeah. I was like 10. Oh, oh that'd be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, if it's used, I don't care. All right. My wife got me like used jerseys from the early nineties. Well, you're really, you're a collectible person though. Not everybody's a collectible. No, I person. hear you. Only eight and ten Americans say they're open to receiving <laughs> used gifts this holiday season. So they're just saying it's all collectible. No, they're not well, saying that. We're trying to figure out what they mean. And here. you're thinking collectibles. I think you can still you can still appreciate something like that without having a collection of it. Why would I want it? Why would that be because on my it's list? Unique. A collectible. But this is not a collectible. Collectible means I got to have more than one. No, you know, but you're the one part. saying collectibles. Yeah. Hi, I have a collect. <laughs> I can't afford the bulls. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. All right. Let's say uh, somebody made an old coffee table out of like wood from a barn. That so was they refurbished like, something? Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. put something together. Yeah. It looks beautiful. All it's right. been already done. You wouldn't put that in your house? I don't want that for a gift. Why? It's very, I mean, that's to your taste, not mine. You want to bring, uh, you, I only get my stuff from Pier 1. You made I, a commitment to Pier 1. That got balls made out of plastic. They look nice. You put them in a glass I jar. want new. I hate antique crap. Really? I can't stand that's it. That's so man. weird coming out of an actual antique. And you had antique crap. Look how you treat me. Didn't you have like weird collections of stuff at your house? They were no, they were jazz figurines. Okay, but that's still collectible. Uh, yeah, but it was a weird thing. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't want I like I want good new fresh stuff. Okay, but here's the thing: most, I don't want all dinged up, scratched up. No, but most men your age would argue they don't make things like they used yeah. to, and it's a legitimate bitch. 
I mean, I understand. we were talking the other day about how expensive, like, handmade things can be. Did you mm. know that the country of Italy, I read about this yesterday. What were they doing? Uh, the average country in Europe has 10 employees per uh, business. Mm. The average uh, business in Italy has just over three. Mm. Do you know why? No, why? Because they make everything by hand. Because Italian craftsmanship is known worldwide, whether it's a car, whether it's a coat, whether it's a piece of furniture. Italians make things well with their hands. Okay. That's why it's so much more expensive. All right, a lot, but, of hand, a lot of intense labor. But most stuff nowadays isn't made like that. People are willing to pay for Italian-made goods more right. because they believe it's all handmade Quality. stuff. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that used to be the way here. All right. You wouldn't want something from the 40s or 50s that you know is handmade that's going to last multiple lifetimes? I'm going to wear a derby when I'm driving around in my Packard? <laughs> no, because they don't Going make derbies big enough for your head, although you would fit in a Packard. <laughs> Kimmy doesn't know what a Packard is. You don't know what a Packard no, is? No, no. It was when cars were cars. Football team, Green Bay? It was the, it was the, it was the Cadillac of cars. Okay. <laughs> like, the more that I think about it... But you love this stuff, though. There's, there's just something about a piece... Of history. You like the history. I like the connection, whether it's a furniture, whether it's like an old... Like, if somebody were to give me one of those green old refrigerators from mm. the 50s, mm-hmm. I would cherish that. Okay. I mean, they kind of make those new that now, Yeah, though. but I know it's not that. You want, like, the actual I want the actual thing. one. But you like the history of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So if you came over to my house, mm-hmm. and I had my green fridge, yeah. I had my scratchy records, sure. and my busted-ass coffee table that one of our weird buddies would have bun made. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> And I said, and you sit down. We start having drinks. Yeah. And I started telling you all the history of this stuff. Okay. You would light me up in no, a minute. No, I would find well, you it go cool. to Tommy's house. He wants to walk you around and show you everything about his house and some stupid backstory about a fridge. I would sincerely find it very cool. And I'll be honest with you, I find sincerely it sincerely my ass. I find you, it. Look at that antique. I find it very strange that you're not more into this stuff. So, both of my brothers are. Okay. And so is my father. Okay. And I just don't get it. It doesn't impress me, and I don't like the way it looks. I like it in a museum, but in people's houses, you I don't get it. You've never been to a museum. You know I've been to a museum. Yeah, well, museums that were free, like the yes. Museum of Twine, like off of Route 66 when you're on the road bombing every night. <laughs> Vintage jokes that have been done a thousand <laughs> times. He was the coffee table of comics. <laughs> Rings all over him. <laughs> I do think there is a difference here because I think we all also have family members that will give you something used simply because they don't want it and anymore. They try to, yes. And in that way, I'm just thinking, well, why didn't you just, like, you didn't have to make it a gift. You know what I but mean? But how many people gift those things? But they try to sell you on it. And yeah. you know it's junk. Yep. They don't want it, but they're trying to give it to you as... Hey, it's special. You're getting this over yeah. so-and-so. I yes. want you to have it because <laughs> I know you appreciate... A microwave with no door. <laughs> That's called cancer. Yes, thank you. <laughs> 252 WCMF. Eight in ten Americans say they are open to receiving used holiday gifts this year. Tommy freaks out, but we could be talking things like vintage clothes, furniture, pieces of art, things that are uh, refurbished and remade art. from other items. I don't want art. Vintage art. You have stuff huh? hanging on your walls. He doesn't notice, stuff. though. Okay. I my stuff. <laughs> Pay any attention to you that. You saw my house, man. The no, walls were bare. Yeah, they were. You, I was artless. Your home, your soul, just bare. Nothing there at all. Kimmy, your husband seems like a guy that would appreciate stuff like But he this. likes this stuff. Yeah, he would, uh, some, especially something unique that he'd be into. Um, and so he, something you could tell somebody, like, I saw this and I thought of you specifically. Well, he's a vinyl boy. Yes, he is. Big yeah, he'll go, he'll go to, you know, Record Archive and... Browse for a while, yeah. Like I could spend an hour 
in Record Archive with all their used records. And I get super excited. I, I do. can do that. I, I That's a very cool place, and it's very unique. Uh-huh. Um, but I can only do that once. Really? Yeah. They got new stuff every week. Yeah. Keep like, going in. It was like going to the Hog one time yeah. and seeing it walking around. It's really cool. But I can only, once I've seen it, I've seen it. I get it. You if don't I pick things up. If I drive by the Record Archive, I have to stop at the Record Archive. Do you really? Yeah, it's not good. And that's in your generation's music, even. No, they, they, yeah, they make new Yeah, they vinyl. make new records. Um, I just spent $40 on a record last week that I shouldn't have. Who'd you buy? You don't, you know. Who'd you buy? Bilal, he's an R&B singer. It was oh. a rare record that I've never seen before. On was it from back in the day? No, it's from like the early 2000s. Who? Bilal. Never heard of the Sometime guy. I wish I He's probably out of the business. Shut up. Which would make the record more... It doesn't matter. Go on, Kimmy. I'm sorry. I do get nervous Yeah, if you run into him. Hey, you want to buy your album back that never sold? <laughs> I do get nervous sometimes buying things like that for people that I know are really into it. They're because picky. Yeah, because I... Especially like with my husband, like I guess... I wouldn't know if this is something special to him because, you know, yeah. he knows the history of everything. So I don't know. I guess I wouldn't know if I'm really actually getting something that That's he likes. That's why you go to Target and get the new stuff and you're done. No, but how and am I? And you get a receipt return if you don't like it. How do you return that stuff? You can't. Okay, but no, you're right. When you're buying specific things for people that. <laughs> yeah. You own it, baby. Like, how many people have come to you with Bill's stuff? Like, you're oh, you, li- you like the Bill's? You'll love this. And it's right. just something that's not. That cool, You're right, according but, to you. But I've also had people come to me with stuff where they're like, hey, I just had this in my yeah. garage, and my jaw drops that that yeah. thing still exists, and I take it in and Hit I cherish miss. it. I right. hold it. Well, what if they gave it to you? Yeah. Like Kimmy's point. Like, you didn't ask for it. I would love it. All right. I would love it. What if I don't like your busted-ass coffee table? I can't return it to somebody. There is a woman, and in fact, I met her over the weekend, and this was the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Really? Well, she went, uh, apparently, she was uh, seeing my wife, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and she listened to the show, and yeah. she knew that I collected sports jerseys. So her father was from Europe. From Eastern Europe. Europe. Eastern Europe. Right, the Eastern Europe. And do you know who Alexander Mogilny is? I'm sure he played with the Sabres at some point. He did. He defected from Russia to play in America. They hit him in the trunk of a car to get him into the U.S. It's this insane story. How they, they get most of their Sabres. <laughs> Google the story. Anyway, <laughs> this guy had a Russian national Alexander Mogilny jersey that he bought when he was living in the Ukraine. And okay. he didn't know what to do with it, and he gave it to his daughter, and his daughter didn't know what to do with it, so she gave it to my wife because she knew that I love yeah. jerseys. And it is one of my most cherished possessions. And I met this woman's sister at Bill Gray's in Chilei on Sunday. She and came I, out. Yeah, I finally, she brings it up to me. And I've had this thing in my basement on my wall forever. Every time I look at it, a big smile on my face. Yeah. It's got Mogilny written in Russian on the back. Oh, I've my never God. Wait, in Russia. I've never seen one of these in my life. They made these only in Eastern Europe. And this woman, I was so... Thankful to put like some face to someone close because it was it's the one of the greatest things I've ever gotten and it was purchased in like 1989 in the Ukraine and it's awesome and I never would have gotten it had some person not thought to gift me that used item. All right, all right. so shut up. All right, you just jealous because you ain't got a CCCP <laughs> Alexander Mogilny. That's when commies were commies. That's right. And that's yeah. so commie that he left it a trunk. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.